Blog Talk Radio. Internet world, what's going on? This is Lardy Miss Clardy coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for September 24th, 2011. I'm your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host is Brenda Wright, the lightest right. Say something, Brenda. Say something. Hey, 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 how is it out there, everybody? All right, all right, all right. And we also have with us Chicken for Charlie, of course, you know, and we need to make sure that there's always a man around that'll keep us in line. Come on, Chicken for Charlie, tell everybody hello. Hello, cock-a-doodle-doo, how are you? I'm just a country boy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And, of course, we later on may have a promising new upcoming premiere called Taste's Choice. Yeah, ooh, now here we go again with the Folgers in your cup. All right, and he's coming around the corner later on, so we'll talk at him when he get on the air. However, we are coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio, to you from the shops. Yes, live at the shops at 1030 Allen Creek Drive. Yes, and we also got a continuation from last week on the topic of why most people won't get married. Yeah, now it's part two this evening. Yes, why? Most people won't get married, part two. And taking us back to last week when we were talking about the show and we were talking on on various areas, I know that you heard the one caller that came in, you know, and said, yeah, all women need to have their legs closed. And I was like cracking up laughing at that one, y'all. So now here we is again with some more added to. Now, I remember Chickenfoot Charlie talking about the bed is undefiled. Yes, uh-huh, when you get married, the bed is undefiled. And then, of course, when Taste Choice was on the line, he out and he said he agreed because sometimes men can get the women in trouble by, you know, telling them all what they want to hear and everything, and that'll help them crack their legs open because, you know, we can be vulnerable at times. Yes, we can. You know, we're human, all right, you know. But I did say also, as from yours truly, Lardy Miss Clardy, I said to it, yeah, that's why I closed mine. And I said, I was married, y'all. I was married. <laughs> Here we are again on this subject once again. Why most people won't get married? Yes, 
Marriage numbers are too low in our churches, they say. Is this a perverted academic on what God deems honorable in his sight? Can anyone please help us to understand what is going on here? All right, now, if you got anything you want to say, stand up, speak up, and speak out. You know we on victimization and fraud. You know we can even get victimized this way too, y'all. You know what I'm saying? For a reason why people won't get married, mostly. Okay, I wouldn't say all, but most of them, all right? And we're getting ready to find out why and see what we can do to give some helpful tips on how we can, you know, close the gap on so many not wanting to get married and find that marriage can be enjoyable if you want it to be. It's what you make it, really. You are the creator of your lifestyle. So, you know, let's get on, get on. You can call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again, if you got something to say, stand up, speak up, and speak out, 347-884-8684. And for those that don't have a phone and you need to call in, you know, underneath uh call, we got an 877 number ready for you. If you don't got a phone to get to, you can call in free, 877 877- Four eight three three one five three. That number again, toll free is eight seven seven four eight three three one five three. Again, marriage has marriage become outdated. Stand up, speak up, and speak out. Most of all, step up now. I am your host, Lardy Miss Party, and and for this evening we have Brenda Wright and all the crew with us this evening to give you a spice of life on this subject, all right? So if you want to contact us, contact us on Facebook, search Wendy Clardy or Brenda Wright, or even Charles Mackey, and of course, Taste of Choice coming up at you in a few, okay? If you have any opinions, topics, and you want to talk about it, please email us at familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. All right, we will be right back, and we're going to dive in on why most people won't get married, part two. We'll be back.
Oh, yeah. Now, that was the shining star. No matter who you are, you know who that sound like. That was Chaka Khan. And before then, of yours truly, Lardy Miss Clardy doing swagger and original piece. And we are back right now at the shop live. And we're here to talk about why most people won't get married, part two. And as we were starting off, I can tell you why most people won't get married and some point why people don't want to get married. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, this is coming up out of www.articletrader.com. Yes, uh-huh, because there's a lot to talk about on this subject. If you got anything you want to talk about, you know you can call on 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. All right, this is why people don't want to get married according to articletraders.com. Here we go, here we go. Bitter experience of previous marriage can often emotionally shatter a person beyond repair. People enter into a marriage with lots of hopes, expectations, and dreams. It can never be easy to see your dream shatter when your marriage breaks. Divorce can have a long-term effect on any person's mind. I can agree to that. Can y'all agree to that? Oh, yeah. I know y'all can yeah. agree to that, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we know that it can have some big effects on you. The bitter feelings that encompass the mind takes a long time to go away. The scars of emotional and physical trauma may never heal completely. If a previous marriage involved emotional or physical abuse, then it can even be even harder for such people to enter into another marriage because of abusive memories, trust factors of a previous marriage can make remarriage a scary product. Uh, product project too. I, I, I know what is talking about here and you know this person that did this subject here his name is James Walsh he's a freelance writer and copy editor now you know if you want anything more on the subject how to get a quickie divorce he's saying contact at www.quickie.divorce.com now it ain't funny but it is kind of funny that, you know hey he know how to get you out if you want out all right, but you got to get it. You got to have a reason to get out now, y'all. Y'all just can't be getting married just to get out. Y'all got to have a real reason. Yeah, so we getting ready to turn it on over to my girl. Her name is Brenda Wright. You know and you heard about her. Yeah, uh-huh. Yes, Brenda Wright, because she got something to talk about, y'all. And we want to hear her talk because you know what? Because girl was married for 18 years. Yes. Now, we talking from experience. We've been married, you know. We've been married. My brother, who's my husband, he was married 30, 40 years ago. So we Hold can up. tell Hold you. Up. Oh, well, oops, I'm sorry. Did I tell on somebody? It was 23 for me. You know what I'm saying? She was in a marriage 18 years. And she can tell you some helpful tips on what to do to help yourself prepare and or if you know, hey, you did something you know you wasn't supposed to do, but hey, it was convenient, she knows about it. And, hey, we ain't scared to talk about these things because people need to talk about this. People hurting every day, but we need to also put some salt on it, heal it up. So that's what we're here for. Come on, Brenda. Come on with the come on, girlfriend. Stand up, speak up, and tell us what's up. I sure will, Wendy. On this, on the, on the reason I feel that it's it's not a uh, people don't get married anymore 
or people are afraid to get into or people are afraid to get into the marriage, I can I can share a little of my personal experience. See, when I first got married, I was I was young. I had my personal reasons because I was a single parent. My my personal reasons was me being selfish. I was selfish because I was into partying and I wanted to continue to party, but I didn't have nobody to help me with my children. So I, I met a I met a decent man. He was decent. Over the years he became undecent, but he was decent at the time when I got with him. I didn't mean to start your laughing. That was something that you you know, hey. I'm keeping it like real. I'm gonna keep it real. You know. I I I I keep it real because on my other show it it is what it is. So I'm gonna bring it to here too. Okay, well anyways, back to what I'm saying here. I was young, I was selfish. And I I have to admit, I put this man in a predicament where he became a victim. Mm. I uh, we talking about victimization. That's right. Oh, uh, we gonna throw that. We gonna throw that in. in we gonna throw that oh, in there too. Shoot, this is too I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see what I was doing at that particular time because of my selfish needs. But I'm gonna put it out there. It it was it was at this time where I wanted this man to be a part of my family because of my selfish needs and reasons. We got we got married, mm-hmm. but what I didn't pay attention to and what I should have paid attention to was we didn't have the spirit of God in our relationship. I just threw myself into the pit of fire, didn't even think about it. But then over the years, I started recognizing some things. And I wanted them to change. So what I thought that I could do as being a woman and being with the spirit of God that I had, that I can put this man's spirit into that mode, too, because that's what women basically were cut out to do when marriage, when you're getting in marriage. We're supposed to be the counterpart for our husbands. Our husbands are supposed to be our backbones. They're supposed to take care of the household as far as financial-wise and things like that. But see... I was trying, I tried so hard to get this man's spirit to turn, but I I had to realize the battle of that fight wasn't mine, it was God's. What I should have been doing instead of trying to change this man was trying to pray for him and leave him into God's hand. But since I didn't do it that way, it didn't it didn't get better, it got worse. Right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone because that when I get to the worst part I'll I'll fill some more in oh, later. Come on now. But what I also noticed that with society, everybody's trying to, all the women are, are, are being told to, and, and being taught to be independent. Mm-hmm. So with that independency, they're taught that they don't really need a man in their life. So when they're taught that they don't need a man in their life, then who's going who's, to who's gonna be there to, to help them? Who, what are, where are they supposed to go? If they got all this independency and there's nothing that a man has to offer them, what are they supposed to do? Okay. Okay. And so by you saying that, what are you saying? Let's just let's just take it. Well, down. I feel I feel that when women are are told to be independent, it's like what do you need a man for? Mm. If mm. you can do all these things for yourself, what is the real purpose of a man? Whoa, now that's taking it a little bit further. Maybe I need to, like, you know, bring it on over here to this side and see what Chickenfoot Charlie might have to say about that. Okay. Hey, we doing this thing. This thing is not all what it crack up to be, but you know what? We got something for the kabang up on this sucker. 
This is something else, boy. I tell you, chicken for Charlie. Yeah. Okay, she say she say all these things that promote where you know most people won't get married and don't get married is because for one, females uh, of our time have been taught how to be so independent. We know how to do everything for ourselves and for ourselves. What do we need a man for? You know, and she's she's at that dilemma where we, we need a male's point of view on this subject, and perhaps we could take this even D3 deep, you know what I'm saying? And I see it's going to be a deep conversation today, and so let's get it over here to Chickenfoot Charlie, and let's see how he feel about this subject. Why we need a man if we don't? I mean, maybe I should have said that the other way. If we so independent, why we need a man? Well, you know I'm a country boy, and I went through my ups and downs too with failed marriages. Why you need a man? Well, first of all, you need him for the covering, okay? Uh, a woman is not complete without that man in her life, without that husband in her life. I went through a lot of things without that wife concept. Thinking I'm going to do this on my own and all that. Oh, you was in that realm, too. Oh, sure. Because, independent man, right? Yeah, because Ooh. I was hurt. Oh, so we got two sides of the story. Yeah, I was hurt. Independent man, independent woman. Exactly. All right, all right now, we getting somewhere. Exactly. Okay, come on. But then I noticed as being an independent man, I kept going further and further away from what God had intended for me. Okay, Mm-mm-mm. My thoughts was wrong, and every time a, a, a fresh skirt came along, I... My, if I didn't go with it, my eyes floated there. You know. <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry. But that's okay. That's I'm just being straight up honest with you. We're being real. Come on yes. now. We and, ain't got no time to play about and then, this subject. I, I knew that it was something going on after my first marriage fell because I began a plummet mm. as if I was falling off a cliff because I was a man that wanted to be married. I wanted to have a wife. Uh, and the person that I married was a stranger, a person that one time I was driving down the street and she just leaned over and bit me on my arm, you know what ouch, I mean? Ouch. A person that would, would start drinking a beer, and then uh, she would have to keep drinking that beer until she got sloppy drunk off a case or whatever she needed. I didn't even know this person. Oh, but I do know one thing. The, the, the few moments of what I thought was correct in my marriage, I felt happy until the the illusion came to an end. Okay. And I'm just here to say that, let me put this in real quick, but I'm not really on stats and statistics and, and things like that. It's a known fact that a child's uh, learning percentage goes up 20% just with that husband and that man being in the household. Okay. okay? So, that's so it's a reason for that. Okay. Okay. It's okay. a reason for that. All right. They they you know they can't play the game with you know with mom when dad is there. Uh-huh. Okay. That man, that young man, that child man, that child man will try to take over that household if that man is not there, if that husband is not there. He'll think he's the husband. Hey, 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 now we're getting somewhere with this, for real, for real, for real, because that's really something, truly something to look at. Now, you know, I want to I want to take a chance and see if this particular uh, uh, caller is wanting to have something to say on the show. All right, and that number is 347-9987. Hey, hello. Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. You on the air. Stand up, speak up, and step up about this subject. Come on with it. Give us something. Yes, my name is Stanley. Uh, why I... is people getting less and less married? 
Well, as a man, I have to speak because we have a lot to lose if we do get married. Men have a lot to lose if they do get married, especially to the wrong kind of woman. Because we have a lot to lose emotionally, we have a lot to lose financially, we have a lot to lose for a lot of things, a lot of reasons. And let's not forget there are 50% divorce. There's a lot of people that, uh, a lot of friends I know who are married who are miserable in their marriage. They're staying for only one reason, the kids. They're not even staying because they still love their wife. They're staying for the only reason is the kids. If the kid would be out, they would divorce. A lot of people I know. So when when you're when you're getting married to somebody who used to treat you a certain way before you got married, who treats you with respect, who believed in you, who sex was no problem, things like that, and suddenly when you're married, she doesn't respect you anymore treats you like you're almost her son, nags you every time you come home, doesn't believe in you, why Why would all those things, would you want to get married? Well, you know what? And that you mentioned that this is why we got this show, why most people won't get married. You know, and, and we have all the reasons uh, through our our experiences that we've been through with, you know, relationships and in a marriage and where we can come across with people that do not know how to have common sense or, or have good conduct when it comes to relationships. A lot of it come from because of their background, where how they grew up. You know what I'm saying? But even even so, marriage is still good. You know, it's, it's, it says to me that um, marriage is about hope and faith. You know, even at the partner that you shouldn't give up, you know, the fight and in, in, in keeping but, the light but, burn in order to meet the right but, one, it but, do take but time. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. To what point, because as a, uh, you would say, if any woman would come to you and say, my husband's beating me and I'm married to him, you would tell him to leave. I expect you, you would tell him to leave. That there's absolutely. no reason for a man I mean, to put absolutely. his hand on you, right? Absolutely, until okay. It's either let me ask you, and that's the question I want to ask you as a man. When is it that you, as a woman, could say to a man the same thing that there is no reason that a woman should treat you that way? When does it come to a point that you have to say to a man, you know what, you don't deserve to be treated that way, and you should leave that relation, that that marriage, because you're getting treated to the point that you're getting emotionally abused. Okay, and you know what, and that's a very relative question that you're asking there, and I can only give you by experience, the experience that I went through 23 years ago that was ongoing until I decided to just shut myself down. Sometimes it's not always the other partner's fault. Sometimes it'd be the partner that starts it. You understand what I'm saying? Because some people, like I'm going to use myself for an example here. You know, I got married. You know, I was with a fellow for like two years. That was 23 years ago. And even though it still apply right now today because I had to learn the lesson, and it took a long time, 23 years later. However, uh when a woman is getting beat up, beat down, or whatever you want to call it, by a man that she do love, and and especially if you were in a marriage, uh, nine times out of ten, if, and using me as an example, I didn't make that vow to complete that man. I made the vow to complete to God because God was the number one person that I wanted to please and to see that my ex-husband would take and dog me and to and to make 
me go through mental and emotional changes and then be in domestic violence with me, my thought was at the time, try to work it out. I'm going to tell you something. It took three months and I was gone. You hear what I'm saying? Three months, but it took one year to get up out the sucker. And when I got up out the sucker, we had a baby that was involved. And while we had that baby involved, he put me in jail, man. You know what I'm saying? He put me in jail because he was acting like a female. You know, I'm going to get you because I don't want nobody else to have you. But I gave up all of that in order to get up out of a situation that could have been potentially, you know, devastating to my life and also my kids. And a congratulation that you did. And I'm happy you did. And, and this is, but and this by is, the same token, I'm asking you the question: When is it right for a man to leave his wife? Also, because you can't have it one way, way. The same way, the same way, baby. You know, it's just the way that it is. You got to do what you got to do to protect your own life. Yes, love can be a very beautiful thing, and it can also be a point where it joins you at the hip, like you know, um, a, a, a thorn in your side. You know what I'm saying? But nevertheless, you got to come to your senses and say enough is enough. And sometimes it takes some people years to get up out of it. Some people never get up out of it. And then some take two, three weeks, some a couple of months. But however, when you do wake up, get the kicking mud, brother. Like that song would always say. You know, it's 50 ways to leave your lover. I don't know who did that song. You know, I'm not really good up on music, but I remember, get on the bus, Gus. Make a new plan, Stan. No need to be coy, Roy. Just set yourself free, all right? You know, so whatever you got to do, you make it, do it, do it, make up your mind. That's called stepping up and being responsible because you got to be responsible for yourself. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're more than welcome, and I'm glad that you came onto the show and shared what was going on and how you felt about it. I hope that I said something that would be very, very, you know, okay in the, it, you know, to solve a little bit. After all, you know, it is your choice. And I also have here Brenda Wright. She want to ask you a question, if you don't mind. Do you mind? Go ahead. I don't mind. Okay. Okay, and 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 also she want to have a comment to say on it too. I basically wanted to put a comment in there because I know with with men they don't want to say too much about their emotions that they go through, but I know men have about the same emotions as women. I know sometimes men are a little more emotional than women's and don't want to say it up front, but you know if you feel that you are in a situation that you need to get out. I'm going to speak from my experience. When it comes to emotions, it can really tear you down. So if this is something that you know you need to do, the best thing I can tell you to do on this is to pray about it and ask God to be your guidance. Because once you do that and he starts showing you things, doors start opening, you'll be able to just walk with your head up high. Because even being a woman, we, we have a tendency of dropping our head down when we we feel that we've been a failure. But, see, it ain't about failing. It's about living. So being a man, be strong. Keep your head up. Keep your head up. That's right. That's right. Thank you. I thank you again for coming on to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk radio show and, you know, and giving your opinion. And you are more than welcome to come back because, you know, that's good, good questions that you ask. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, see... 
That's what I'm talking about. We get we get somebody that want to know the truth of some things that's going on, and you know, and we're very very glad that that caller came on the line to to speak his piece. Now, why do we say you know why most people won't get married? Uh, hey, hey, because sometimes they think marriage is outdated. I had went into the program. Um, I had went and did some research, and I and I and and came to this. Uh, a website called BBC News, a talking point, and I got it out of news.bbc.co.uk, all right? And they talked about, is marriage outdated? Now, I am going to go on a break for right now, but when I get back, we're going to talk about this because it's very important that uh, we find out why everything is outdated, okay? And so if you would just hold up for a minute and and let let us uh, uh, get where we're trying to go and get a get a break in, and we'll be right back, okay?
Amen, y'all. Lordy Miss Claudia right here at the shop's live body, y'all. Yeah, you know who that was. Man, oh, man, that was Kurt Franklin on September. Now, we had some of those September nights, right? Hey, that was kicking it song right there. Tell you something, man. Thank you for coming on to this Lordy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show, for listening to us while we are live right here at the shops, 1030 Allen Creek Drive. And we are back to talk about why most people won't get married, part two. And I said, when I got back, I was going to talk about, is marriage outdated? Is an outdated institution? Now, before I actually get started on that, I want to first take it and turn it right on back on over here to Brenda Wright, the light is right. It's all right. Roar. Yeah. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Mm. Y'all forgive me out there. You know, I'm a pre- I'm pretty excited because, you know, this subject don't get talked about much. You know, right, we need right, to kick right. it and have fun, but be serious about this thing because, hey, life is what you make it, y'all. Life is what you make it. So we getting ready to turn it right on back on over here because the question is, is marriage numbers too low in our churches? Mm-hmm. And is this a perverted, a reverse epidemic on what God deems honorable in his sight? So I'm getting ready to turn this over to Brenda Wright and let her, you know, mow this thing down. And, you know, and then we'll do an incline because we got a little panel right here. You know, we have Roderick's. Sims in the house, okay? And we need to give him a hand. Come on, we can do this. Yeah, we can give him a hand. That's right, that's right. And, you know, we'll be back to him in a minute. But take it on. Take it on, girlfriend. Take it on. Okay, Lardy. This is what I want to put in there also for the for the marriage and being a perverted epidemic. Now, uh, since we, we getting back into the church, I feel that, uh, yeah, it is a perverted epidemic going on here, and it takes me back to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Come on now. For the simple, for the, for the simple fact, because in James it says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. When you in church, you can't be having perverted thoughts. You can't have these perverted thoughts because, see, a lot of young women that are being directed to go to church because that's where God's going to find that good man for her or a young man's going there thinking they're going to get this good women in, 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 in church. But if you can't get those things out of church if it's already defiled. So when James spoke, uh, spoke on that word, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. God can't be tempted because God is tempted by no evil. Come so, on, what you doing over there? I need something <laughs> to get a boom on a, so a when, gunshot. So when Ow, this when this when this this tempted is is, is said in in that way from a man being in the church of God, where he is other words doing this, he's acting out on his lust. He's been enticed for, by the by the uh, things that he wants out of a woman instead of the things that he needs from a woman or from whatever a woman needs from a man. She, she's looking at what she wants. Okay, come on with it. You're telling it. And, telling it, and, and see, now. once you once you in the church and, and this happens and you're in there for that type of reason, the lust, there is consequences, which is sin. Once you go within sin, sin makes more sin, yeah. and with with all that sin comes death because that's ju- that's God's judgment. So being at a perverted epidemic, if we all keep choosing to go upon our lust, 
then we're all in sin. So what we what we need to be doing is trying to repent some of our ways because if once we don't get this situation under control, then we all we all we all doomed for death. Oh man, okay. I guess I'm getting ready to roll it over around here. Let Charlie got something to say. You mind? You know? No, go ahead. I want the man to say something. I just like to say, raw. What happened to cock a doodle doo? Well, uh, my cock a doodle doo is just turned into a cock a, a, a raw. Cause listen to Brenda right tonight is right on it. I'm telling you, she's right on it. Right, all right. Hold on a minute. Brenda Wright right got something it. else to say, and then I'm going to turn it over to Roderick Sims, and let's see what he got to say on the full deep on why most people won't get married. Here you go, Brenda. And see, another thing that I want to add to this before we turn this over is when we went through that Sodom and Gomorrah, you know the Lord had to step in and clean up that act. So when we when we when we talk about being in the last days, when we look at Revelations and we see and we hear about the last days, we can look at ourselves and tell by the signs of what 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 the time is. Because if we're at a perverted epidemic, only one thing's gonna happen: the brimstones of fire from heaven's gonna come down and it's gonna clean all this up. So. With that being said, I'm going to let her go ahead and turn it over because I can probably go on forever. On yeah, she's burning up hot, y'all. She ain't playing because we know, we know, but we still got to keep it cool up in here. Where is the air conditioning? We burning up? <laughs> oh, here we go with, 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 with Brother Roderick Sims and see what his take is on this. And he's a part of the panel, and he came in today to share his opinions and his uh, views on why most people do what they do when they don't get married or whatever the case may be. Roderick, help us out some here. Well, uh, good evening, listeners. I hope every are sending blessings to each and every one of you. And uh, we've got a saying back home in Chicago, we don't turn out nothing but our collar. Okay, turn it so, being in Columbus now, I believe that a vast majority of the time is that you have to be selective. Have to be selective. Come you on. have to be selective in everything that you do. I mean, even the individuals that come into your lives as friends, um, you have to be selective pertaining to that. And when you become discriminatory in a positive light, mm-hmm. things will start to change into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, by being a person of color, I noticed that my journeys throughout the world, other nationalities, um, look pretty much for in-depth beauty instead of the outer beauty. But the most important beauty there is, is the inner beauty. Because the ugly is going to come out. I don't care how good you look. Okay. Oh, well, see, now we're getting under the Well, all I got to say is that uh, this, is that um, God don't like ugly, no. and he sure ain't crazy about pretty either. Okay. So nevertheless, you got to be practical, and you got to be punctual. Yeah. Also in your selection, you have to be firm. When I ask God for something, and whatever it may be, that if it is mine to have in divine order, because okay. everything's not supposed to be in your life. One thing I've learned, I have learned in my journey mm-hmm. is that I don't ask everyone to pray for me because some people are praying against you. Yes. Yes. So that also means a selection. 
we have to do in America internal and external cleaning. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk about teachers right about now. Okay. Uh, that, I mean, well, you know, hey, we, they and we are responsible. Yeah, right. What we what we saying to the public ear, what but, we saying to the minds of the people. That's right. We are responsible. Well, Miss Lottie, you are telling the truth. Lottie, but the. Oh, shoot! Now this is getting ready to turn into a regular comedian show. Yes, it is. Come on. But as I was stating. It's very important in your selection. Even in our careers, a lot of us are in careers that are not satisfying. Or you're in situations or environments when you know that it's time to sever the ties with those individuals that are not beneficial in your life any longer. And it doesn't have to always leave on a negative note. You can love from, there are Susan Taylor from Essence always says, you can learn love from a distance. Okay, come on now. And well, he is, I believe now in particular, since the holiday seasons are coming upon us. Oh, yeah. That's, um, is, do, you, do you consider those to be victimization time? You know, a, a victimizing <sighs> days for those that are lacking a loved one, uh, lacking... Um, um, you know, someone of their own, and you know they lonely, and or during those times, that is the most vulnerable times for people that are lonely. Absolutely, because the uh, propaganda that the media projects, uh-huh. and it's particularly American media, uh, U.S. media of what beauty is, uh-huh. and biblically wise, all the most beautiful women in history were not painted yes. on a canvas. Yes. They came from Egypt. They came from uh, the Queen of Sheba down, you know, all through Africa. The most beautiful women came from, Mm -hmm. even Eve. I believe that during this season, um, turn off the TV. You know, say, for example, you move to a new city or you're around certain things and you're seeing all this propaganda. People are not working Mm -hmm. and they make you feel inadequate if you're not in a relationship. So it's feeding you this negativity that is really a facade. And once the commercial goes off, those actors are going to get their checks and they're going home. That's right. That's right. Well, I think we got a big breath right here, a <laughs> breath of fresh air. And so then it goes into, is marriage an outdated institution? And you know what, Brother Sam, you couldn't have said it any better I mean, I don't think it's outdated. I really don't think it's outdated. I believe in your selection. My parents were married. And my I knew both sides of my grandparents. Right. So it made me the individual that I am today. It made me the individual to keep a record. Uh, I'm glad for that influence. And I'm also glad for the positive environment from the elders in the community mm-hmm. that set the example. And we have to start setting more positive examples. And and, and, and and so it goes to, you know, uh, and, and I don't mean to jump in, but I do want to add this. This is why I bring up this subject, why most people won't get married, isn't an outdated institution. And, you know, and we're going to get back to you to talk on some more of it, but I want to be able to show in, in in line with what you are talking about underneath BBC News, what they talking about too to add in because we know from experience, you know, it is better to marry 
than the burn, mm-hmm. all right? Whatever right. that means, I never really understood what the burn part was. Maybe that's that's a sexual that's talk, or I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that the sin? Okay, I don't know. What is the sin? <laughs> Wait, what kind of burn? <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) What's the burn? I mean, (laughs) you know, is that that grimper? Is that right? Uh, uh, Hey, you know what I'm saying? And uh, is that before or after you get married? I don't know. Or when you die? I don't know. But I don't want to be in the number. That's for sure. You know, we must we must find a way to make it right for ourselves. So just like Chickenfoot Charlie would say, so we can see God's face in peace, you know. So it says here in BBC News. Is marriage an outdated institution? The lifelong commitment to one another which which marriage represents is the bedrock of a stable society and the best possible environment for raising healthy children. You know, that was coming from Peter Scott in UK. Then there come another part here where it talks about marriage is purely a statement to others. These days, not to your partner. One does not have to take vows to be legally joined to their partner to want to spend the rest of their lives together. Now, okay, and here we got it here. We believe that because some point here, right, because some point here, to me, it would come underneath this. Okay, you render under Caesar's what is Caesar's. And what is Caesar's, you got to pay to get in and pay to get out in order to get those so-called benefits that they have. Then in the Bible, it takes and says, you know, that render under Caesar's what is Caesar's and render what is of God is of God. So we know that in the spirit, everything is free. You know, we ain't got to worry about getting in and getting out paying. You understand? But he also said now that you went to step to understand that marriage is a matrimony between two people with love, you know, and it wasn't supposed to be about things and money and whatever else that comes about on the physical point, which that is dealing with you know, the natural laws of the land, which is now render under Caesar what is Caesar, okay, in order to be even considered legally married underneath the eyes of the people, you got to go one more step further, and that is pay to get in and pay to get out. And some of us understand that we ain't supposed to be paying to get out, not unless it's infidelity, of course, you know, and for a reason why some people may not want to get married again, but... I praise God that, you know, I overcame, you know, some of those obstacles and became uh, mature and and try again, you know, because it's all about a faith walk, you know. And like you said, Mr. Sims, Brother Sims, you know, be careful in who you pick it. You know, you got to be selective, all right? And some of us learn later, some of us learn now, and some of us never learn, you know, but that's life. But we still must have a, a mature approach to uh, to wanting a commitment because if you can commit to God, you can commit to man here on earth. And if you can't commit, then you can't even commit to who you say you believe in a creator. Some don't even believe that there is a Jesus. Some don't believe that there is a God. But somebody made this. We didn't come over here by ourselves. I don't know. You know, science seems to say something totally different. But, hey, we know somebody made this. And everybody can't make it again. You know, man tried, but, hey, it's got its defects. So, so, Ms. Lo- Ms. Lo- 
Uh, that's all right. Lottie Dottie, that's what you want to call me. Call me Lottie Dottie. I got a new name, y'all. Lottie Dottie. All right. I, you know, you, you are so correct. And I would like to also interject. Go ahead. Um, particularly during this time of season, just yearly, so many individuals have a tendency or they can't. I can't do that by myself. Mm-hmm. Or I can't go to the movies by myself. Yep. Or I can't do this. But, well, where I was raised from, it's old saying, you come out of one womb, you're going into one box, <laughs> and you're going into one grave. See, I need That's a right. gun, so, some, something that blew somebody's head off out there, I know. So, nevertheless, I have found in my journeys and even through my, my friends who have uh, found their divine selected name mm-hmm. is that, when you start getting into yourself positively wise by doing constructive things, it could even mean volunteering with always not having your hand out for monetary purposes or um, start doing constructive things. Mm-hmm. Little do you know, at least will you expect someone will walk up mm, to you. Right. right. It's like a rose. You cannot force the bloom to right. open. Right. It's going to unfold when it's gone. That's right. Well, you know, there you have it right here on the Lardy Miss Cardi Book Talk Radio Show. Now, if you have something you want to say, step up, speak up, and speak out right here at the guest call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. Or if you don't have a telephone at all and you need to call in toll-free, it's 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483. Three one five three, and tell us what you know. I mean, you know, hey, we here to get some resolving here, and in a few minutes we're going to kick it down to that call. So if you got something you want to say about why most people won't get me, call in at the calling number, and we're going on a break, and we will be right back.
Miss Clardy is back. Yeah, that was some nice soothing music after all that stuff we was talking about. Needed something to cool the brain down. That's for sure. Now, what you just heard was the wheel. That's the way of the world. And the song after that, after the love is gone, is mint condition. And we are right here live at the shops right here at Alum Creek. 1030 Allen Creek Drive right here at Columbus, Ohio. We are broadcasting live. There is a lot of vendors here at this particular location where we are live at. They got everything I think you would want to have, you know, depending on what your taste is. I mean, but they got some really nice products here. And, you know, you should come on out and check out the shops. Right here at 1030 Alum Creek Drive. Right here, even Lordy Miss Clardy is up here. Sleepless Night is up here. The Candle Lady. Uh, Audio World. The Hat Lady. There's a lot of people that we even got the Sweets Lady up here. Yeah, that's right. If you got some sweets on your mind and you want to taste on something baked and homegrown, hey, it's right here at the shops. Right here at Alum Creek. Right here, 1030 Allen Creek Drive, and we are back with the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. 
And again, we are on the subject of why most people won't get married, part two. And if you have any anything you want to say, you have your opinions, you know you can call in at the call-in number, which is 347 347- Eight eight four eight six eight four. That number again is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And I am going to take the first punt here. And from the BBC News on is marriage out is an out is marriage an outdated institution? And we're going to get on with the reaction and read some of the comments that came from this particular uh, uh, research I did from the uh, BBC News, which is news.bbc. Co.uk. And first comment we're going to read is from Steve from USA. He says, what is outdated is trying to get everybody to behave like everybody else. Personally, I like to be in a group marriage. Mm, you hear that, y'all? Personally, he want to be in a group marriage. More diversity, wisdom, and love. More adults per child. More stable should someone leave all under one roof. Mm, I'm sure many reading this would love to impose their religion morality on me. That is what's outdated. Our world is too diverse now to have a moral consensus that goes beyond small groups. Quite often, people sitting in church next to each other can't even agree. Well, you know what? We're going to say to you, Steve, that, hey, you are you are definitely, you got your own opinion, brother. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, some of us think the same way, too. But still, it ain't like having the bed undefiled because see marriage is not supposed to be a man thing marriage is supposed to be a creator thing and even though that you may have your own beliefs still it's still a law it's a law and we must abide by it or you know hey as they say sacrifice you burn Sacrifices burn, whatever that means, you know what I'm saying? But you are entitled to your own opinion, truly, you know. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that think that way. Uh, I'm going to put this over here to my brother Sims and see what he may think about just what we just read coming from you. Because he's a brother. He know what's up. Come on, brother Sims. Well, let's see. the BBC will give it to you straight. <laughs> they sure will. I look at the BBC all the time. Okay. So, um I don't know. Uh, let's say I'm, I'm going to kind of twist it a little bit. It's like in the dating phase. Everyone wants to be their best. That's right. That's right. Everyone wants to oh, be on their best behavior. Oh, yeah. That's what you I mean, you look great. You get your hair done. You know, and then when you become comfortable, you start getting comfortable. Mm, 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 mm. You start letting yourself go. I believe that, and I don't like to use the word think, I believe that. Okay, come on. Because from my own personal experience, and while I'm on your mic, <laughs> oh, jack it up again. Miss Go ahead. Miss Lottie Clark. I thought I was doing some kind of thing here when I came up with Lottie, Miss Clardy. They jack up the last name. They jack up the name itself. Lottie Dottie Party with Lottie, Miss Clardy. Okay, I'll answer to it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Hey, over here messing with me, y'all. Get on the line, 347-884-8684. Okay, let's get serious. Okay, come on. But to tell you the truth, you have to keep yourself up physically. Okay, You know, um, when my sister and brother-in-law got married, for example, and the baby started coming, I said, Lorraine, you looked your best. You, uh, you know, you got to entice him to come home to you. You know, you at home all day and you just quit your oh, career. <laughs> when I don't want to see nothing that don't look presentable. That's just like me going to a six-star restaurant and you throw some slop on the plate, but you expect me to pay $300 or more for a five, you know, five, six-star restaurant. So even as we mature, I see a lot of older couples the men and the women, and they've kept themselves up. And they look so good-looking as they've been together so many years. And I ask them, what is your what is your secret to longevity in a relationship? Right, you know what? That's cool. And they go on to tell me is that, first of all, we became friends. That's right. Second of all, we didn't lose the respect for each other. That's and right. we knew when to pull away, like who that. went to lead, and who was going to follow. Because that comes back to the being in the perverted epidemic. Okay, because okay. if you are not friends before right. you become into this relationship, then you're looking for failure. Because once you're in a perverted epidemic, you are in it for one reason, and that would be lust. Lust and lust only. So lust leads lust. Okay. And and for those like myself that only known for 33 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for 33 days. Hey, we was friends walking as we walked. You hear what I'm saying? And we also know that love do exist at first sight. It do exist. I cannot state this anymore until it happened to me. Only thing I was doing was going on with it and be friends as we go. And like Brother Sim said, maintain the respect. You know, and know what we in it for. Are we in it to win it or are we in it to lose it? And it ain't happening. So, you know, Brenda Wright is right when she say, now, that's why she the light is right. Okay? You know, she's all right with me. Hey, that rhymed. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) That rhymed. But nevertheless, I'm telling you, you know, we want to do something to encourage you, you know, to get out of the mind of believing that, you know, oh, it's outdated. Oh, that, you know, I didn't woe under me. I didn't have so many crazy stuff happen to me that I can't do it no more. You know what? What that is saying is that you just gave up. Don't give up because you got to go through some weeds before you can get to the seeds. And when I say seeds, seeds that you can plant into fertile ground. And you got to go through something in order to appreciate something in the end. If everything came to you so quick and so good off the top, what would there be to fight for? What would there be to, you know, to, to, to make yourself better on to be more successful you know but if you short out before the time surely you know you you you're making what your life is going to be 
unsuccessful. I'm telling you the truth. You know, what would Dave Chappelle say about it? Oops, I didn't say nothing about Dave Chappelle, did I? <laughs> Dave Chappelle be telling it like it is. You know, okay, he do what he do and he say what he say. But, you know, hey, I, I kind of agree with be yourself. Tell it like it is. It ain't all that bad, y'all. Just come on and make up your mind because you ain't getting no younger. You're getting older. Miss Lordy, I also would like to interject. A lot of the uh, drama that we have in our lives mm. are from childhood. Yes, that's bad. It's, it's a lot of baggage. Uh, what mama didn't do, what daddy didn't do, or daddy wasn't there, and so forth. So I'm a firm believer in this. Before you get involved in with anything and anyone, clean up your own spirit and your own mind. Because you're going to attract, keep attracting that same old confusion and drama over and over again. And a lot of individuals think it's that person. But there's a whole saying where I'm from is that you are what you attract. And so it will be a revolving circle over and over again. That's why so many people get married 10, 12, 14, 12. I never understood that Liz Taylor went there. Well, I wanted to be 10 with that money. I'm not going to. Oh, I wanted that 10. Oh, yeah, I could have married her for that money. Oh, yeah, I cried for about a month. She didn't leave me a dime. Not a dime. Not a dime or a diamond. And man, man is a diamonds are a man's best friend too. That's Just right. as the beers in Africa. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There is one more. I, I want to do a couple more. That's from here. You know, kind of like size it up a little bit on BBC because BBC do be telling it uh-huh. like it is. There is this one called K Newton from UK. It says here, marriage should be opened up to same-sex couples as marriage is meant to be the celebration of a union of people. Marriage is becoming outdated because it's not everybody, because not everybody in society is allowed to assess it. Oh, see, you know, and, and you know, and I'm going to go on further and I'm going to take and say this from Carla Roch from UK. She says, I am very sad to see so many anti-marriage comments and so much negativity regarding the world, the whole subject. Marriage is extremely fulfilling state, but only if you are prepared to work at it. Of course, it isn't always easy, but then what is? And you know that's the truth for the matter, too. Now, getting back over here to marriage should be opened up to same-sex couples, as marriage is meant to be the celebration of a union of people, Marriage is becoming outdated because not everybody in society is allowed to assess it. I don't know what to say about that, you know what I'm saying, because to each his own, you know. But we do know that society made two sides of a coin. Society made marriage on one hand supposed to be an honorable thing by God and only two people, male and female, should assess it. And then on the other side of society, they said that we like corruption too. So society, in my opinion, is schizophrenic, okay? And society is made up of good and bad views and opinions and made up of uh, man-made laws, okay? Um, As we all know that same-sex marriage uh, is in some places 
hey, you can do it, you know, and they upstand it, you know, in UK. I don't know, do UK uh, actually uh, promote same-sex marriage? Maybe they do. There's some people here or states here in the United States that do the same thing. It just depends on where the law permits things to happen. And at the same time, again, realizing that society is made up of two types of uh, uh, reviews and comments and opinions. You know, one hand, they say marriage is just for male and female, and it's built on principles of, of religious and spiritual concepts. And then on the other hand, man say, hey, you know, we got something for everybody. I suppose even society even have an absolute way for people to get saved if they allow same-sex marriage too. I'm just kidding. You know, hey, I'm just talking crap. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's something to think about. Nevertheless, hey. I guess anything is possible because it is it is what's happening. But everybody is going to uh, be comfortable in the settings and groups that they are comfortable in. And there are places that do allow same-sex couples to marry in different states and perhaps in U.K. Don't know. But I definitely have something to say when it comes to how anti-marriage comments and different things are said about why most people won't get married, but it is a, a fulfilling state of mind. And also, if you prepare to be mature, then you are able to come through any and everything and make your marriage successful. Is there anything you want to say about this? You know, you got something to say on this? Brenda, no, I'm uh, okay, I'm okay. I, I interject when I feel that I gotta throw in something. Okay, and then so and 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 as we go on, let's go and find out again. Is there, you know, some health benefits from uh, marrying? I'm sure it is, you know. And we're gonna go through it one more time, and let's see if that be the case. And it says here we're gonna go back over here at the. Uh, at the New York Times dot com, where I did some research, and on that research was www dot New York Times dot com, and it talks about is marriage good for your health? Again, you know, it doesn't matter. I suppose whether same sex or you know male and female marriage matrimony, there's got to be some benefits in good health. Uh, that it really promotes good health, and we don't want nobody out there to be sick from loneliness, sick from, you know, heart issues, you know, because they can't love again, heart attacks and harden up the heart because we angry and bitter at, you know, why people hurt us. There's some good benefits if we find the right ones and take our time finding one that will be able to give us the benefits we need. And it says here again... Farr was among the first scholarly works to suggest that there is a health advantage to marriage and to identify marital loss as a significant risk factor for poor health. Married people, the data seems to show, live longer, healthier lives. Marriage is a healthy estate, Farr concluded. The single individual is more likely to be wrecked on his voyage than the lives joined together in matrimony. 
While Farr's own study is no longer relevant to the social realities of today's world, his three categories include couples living together, gay couples, and the divorce. For instance, his overarching finding about health benefits of marriage seem to have stood the test of time. Critics, of course, have rightly cautioned about the risk of conflating correlation with causation. Better health among the married sometimes simply reflects the facts that healthy people are more likely to get married in the first place. But in the 150 years since Farr's work, scientists have continued to document the marriage advantage. All right? And so that concludes what we want to talk about today. And, of course, if you have anything you want to say about this, why most people want to get married or why people should get married, this is your time to stand up, speak up, and speak out and step up on the subject, whether good or bad. We're here to, you know, to give all sides of a view. Call us at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 884-8684. And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And while we wait to see if there's any callers still interested in on this subject, Please give us a call. We're going on break.
Alright, alright, alright. We are back right here on the Lottie Miss Claudia Blog Talk Radio Show and yours truly is at you live right here from Columbus, Ohio at the shops at Alum Creek, 1030 Alum Creek Drive. Come on out and check us out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday right here at the shops on Alum Creek right here, 1030 Alum Creek Drive. Yeah, what you just heard was Shining Star from Chaka Khan and Devotion from Legacy, okay? And we are coming back at you why most people won't get married and bringing it down to the wire to give our comments and views on, you know, some some uplifts of what we we consider, you know, don't 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 give up because it's worth every chance and breath that you live on earth to be happy. And so with that, you know, I am going to also, well, it still looks like we got a, a caller that's right here, you know, um, and we're going to go on ahead and see if this caller will, you know, give us a few in there on why most people won't get married or why people should get married. So I am going to right now put on this caller at 614, last four digits, 3400. Caller, you are on the air. Step up, speak up, and speak out right here on the Lardy Miss Carly Blog Talk Show. Let us have it. Are you there, caller? Hello, caller. We are on the air. Anything you want to say? No. All right, all right. Then we will go on ahead and say what we got to say, and we'll come back to you later. Perhaps you're just listening. Be right at you in a little bit. 
And, and if you want to, take and cut down your volume so it won't vibrate over the air, okay? And we will get back to you a little later here. Oh, now, check this out. Check this out, y'all. You know, let's let's look at it like this. Don't give up. You know, there's always some good in everybody. It just take your time and and walk. You know, most of us want to hurry up and have a slam bam, thank you, ma'am, relationship, and it's just as it's just as bad as you know go, going into a frying pan and coming out into some burnt grease somewhere. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but nevertheless. Don't give up, okay? That's all I can say. I love you, and I want to bring something to you to try to help, try to help your your, your heart to to know that there is hope out there. Um, it took 23 years for me, and I had to go through some burnt toast and some rolled oats and some ugly stuff, but in the end, for me holding on and believing that there is some good out there because I'm not the only one that's good. There's more good out there. Somebody finally came to help me understand that there is good out there, and I can say as a witness, it does exist. I just want to uh, add on to that. Don't ever give up on on faith and love because, see, God is love, and God it has instilled love in all of our hearts. So in order for us to stay strong and be in faith, we can't. It ain't up to us to give up. But what I do want to say is this: in order for you to love someone and receive the love that you want from that significant other, you must also remember to love yourself. So before you move any further, any any direction in any relationship, you love yourself first, no matter what. You love. Make sure you love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, then you're not going to find the love that you want. You ain't going to find the love that you need because you don't know how to love. Mm, 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 mm. Now, with that conclusion, I'm going to also say to everybody, it's been it's been a, a nice talking to everybody out yeah. there. And I hope everybody be blessed this evening and enjoy one another's company. And I'm, I'm, I see that we still have this caller up here, and I hope we can get this call in before it actually goes out because I'm sure we'd love to hear what this caller wants to talk about. So just be patient, and, and we're going to get you back on here don't hang up now. Just be patient. Brother Charles, do you got something you got to say? Uh, Chicken for Charlie has a lot to say, but I'm sure he's got a punch that will help to heal the heart. You know, so, Brother Charles, what you got to say? Anything to lift up the heart of the people? I'd just like to say God bless you. And I heard some lions roar today. And I'm going to tell you, you are a lion. Just make that roar, okay? Don't let life turn you into a mouse. Be the that lion that roared. Exercise your gift that God gave you. Reach inside of yourself and then everything extra, even marriage. Marriage is extra. Already have your life together when you decide to get married. That way you won't be overly depending on your spouse. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Chickenfoot Charlie, uh, Brother Sims, would you like to have some last comments and words that you might want to say to help, you know, encourage the souls that marriage ain't that bad or that, you know, hey, even so, it still ain't that bad to live life. Yeah, I will. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
make a list of the things that you want out of life. Make a list, uh, say, for example, get a spiral notebook and put on one side of the paper the things you do want in your life and the things you don't want in your life and see which one outweighs the most. And whatever outweighs the most, that's what you need to work on. So I just send divine order, divine blessings, divine peace, divine wealth, and divine prosperity and health to you and yours. Thank you, Brother Sam. Very encouraging. Very encouraging people we have with us today, you know. And we we are not here to browbeat you because you don't want to be married or even if you do want to be married. We just want to, we want to see you happy. We want you to be satisfied with the decisions that you make. After all, you are responsible for what happens to you. All right, and so to as to say in the last drop for me, I am Lardy Miss Clardy, and you know, and I want to let you know that it's not bad. None of this is bad. Whether right or wrong, we still got to learn from each other what we need in life. You know, we can't go through this life believing that all is well and everything is cold and and everything, because it's not. And I just want to say to you, be happy. Be happy, make a mature choice in your life to want to do something positive because that's what we're here to do is to bring positive notes to you under anything that looks bad. We're not here to put you down. We love you very much and we want to see you succeed. Prosperity is very important and God wants to see you succeed. So with that being said, we got this last caller here and let's see if the last caller have anything that they want to say uh, that may be uplifting. Just a moment here. Caller, you are on the air at the 614, last four digits, 3400. You got anything you want to say last bit, you know, to encourage the people? Anything you want to say, you're on the air. Are you on the air? Well, I guess this caller just wants are you on the air, caller? Well, we can't seem to get this caller in to speak. However, at least they're on the line listening. So, therefore, everybody has had something to say, and we are at the closing. Now, for next week, we are talking about, is your cool cool enough? Facebook friends. We got to talk about the Facebook book friends, y'all. Is Facebook really your friend? Is everybody on Facebook friends with you? Okay, so we will be talking about that next week. And we hope to hear you and hear you talk and give your opinions on that particular uh, segment that we're about ready to do. And thank you very much for listening in, all the callers that called in. We appreciate your time to be with us on this subject on Why Most People Won't Get Married Part 2. Until next week, you be blessed, have a good night, and sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs bite. All right, (laughs) Lottie Miss Clardy coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio. You all have a good night. We love you.
Yeah. 